this and I can't understand why I'm not fixed by now. Begging, I have pleaded, take this pain, but I'm still pleading. I trust you for certain
flesh breaks After the heartache A wrong choice inside tracks Just when they think they got you Game, set, match oh, oh, oh. Here comes a comeback Just cause you lay low Got up slow, unsteady Don't mean you flat out Find out you're ready Just when they think there's nothing Left running on empty here comes a come. This is your time, your moment.
Welcome to Sacred Elohim, Dunn and Pearl Ministries. This is Kim. I'm Mickey, your local rabbi and minister in little sleepy Lawrence County, Ohio. Had to turn my heat off. It's kind of hot. Face front. Like, away from my face so I could see what I'm doing here. So, this evening's events. So, we'll do about 15 or 20 minutes of news. Um... Let's go to Facebook here. I want to read something, and I want you to listen carefully to what they're saying. Um, we'll just go down through my Facebook page here. Don't want to talk about her. It's Liz Cheney being excommunicated. Biden is beginning to restore relationship with Palestinians 
while snubbing allies, according to one Republican. Here's what's happened. President Joe Biden is quickly revealing his Middle Eastern strategy, and it doesn't look good for Israel. First, he calls Palestinian Authority Prime Minister Muhammad Abbas in one of his first contacts as president, has yet to call Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Then the State Department announces it would restore diplomatic relationships with the Palestinian Authority and possibly open up the PLO's office in Washington, D.C. And the U.S. will restore the U.S. funding of the PA, which will withhold under the Taylor Force Act that prohibited murdering, paying Palestinian terrorists a salary. Ooh, that's not good. So he's now giving the Palestinians back a salary to murder people. Okay, let's go on and see what else. Next news, and this is off of Glenn Beck. BLM and Antifa march in Washington, threatening to burn down Washington, D.C. Let's see what Beck has on here. Protest leaders deliver a lecture about race, black, and indigenous lives to dinner at rest diners at a restaurant. Black Lives Matter and Antifa protesters march in the streets of Washington, D.C., where demonstrators scuffle with police officers and the crowd shout threats to burn the nation's capital. On Saturday night, members of BMM and Antifa protested in Washington where the regular chants, if we don't get it, we'll burn it. Independent photojournalist, and it gives Gutenberg, um, shared this video, and I'm not going to look at the video, of anti-fascist actions and flags in the march. And I think I'll play one or two of these videos here. Get down here to this is what they're saying, people. That's one. Here's another one. Next.
That's one. Here's the last one. This is what they're saying. This is what they're wanting, and they're not getting it. Um, now, I'm going to read the article here. Go on. It talks Saturday evening they were polling. Uh, on Saturday night, members of BLM and Antifa protested in Washington, D.C., where they regularly chant, if we don't get it, we'll burn it down. During an FTP march, they said, beep the police. The mob shouted anti-police battery cries, A-B-A-C-A-B, all cops are, and I'm not going to say it. The demonstrators stopped near a row of restaurants where protesters leaders delivered lectures about race, blacks, and indigenous lives to near, nearby people eating dinner. Um, at one point, things escalated after a black block protester shined a light in the face of a police officer who then slapped away the flashlight. Uh, the black block member retaliated and smacked the officer in the face. The officer then pushed the crowd backwards by using his bicycle. The uh, black blocker protester then slapped another cop and the officer thrusted his bike even more aggressively into the crowd dressed in all black. During this intense situation, a female in the crowd tells the officer to put his face mask on. The BLM march ends with a speech honoring Eric Gardner, according to uh, Garch Wagner. We are here tonight because Black Lives Matter. The BLM crowd repeated after the main speaker, despite Black Lives Mattering, Black people are still dying at the hands of police, police, police paid by our tax dollars. 
The group recited the story of Eric Gardner, a New York man who died while in police custody in 2014. During the story, the crowd called the police officers the demagoguery name of, and I'm not going to say it, on multiple occasions. There were several chants, if I can't, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Washington, D.C. has been heavily guarded since the Capitol riots on January the 6th. There were more than 26,000 National Guard troops in D.C. before President Joe Biden's inauguration, or a little Hitler. Um, There are currently about 7,000 National Guards in the city providing security, and this is according to some of the news right now. The numbers are expected to slow down to about 5,000, and they are set to stay until mid-March. The cost is about $5 million taxpayer. The U.S. Capitol building has been fortified with barricades and fencing, which may, may, many are calling for the structures to be removed. That's just your current news right now. Um... Let's check here. Ah, oh, we're 10 minutes in. Good. Um, another is Biden and the Constitution. And ACLJ is fighting it. Uh, a Christian organization wants to storytell instead of tell the true truth of what the Lord says. Part of the Heritage Foundation. I disagree with that. You should tell it just like it is. Ah, here we go. Ron Paul backs Chuck Schumer, a Democrat, in a corner. Ron Paul turns the tables on Chuck Schumer, demanding his impeachment by applying standards Dems used against Trump. The Republicans are now calling for Schumer and Pelosi to be impeached. Isn't that a coincidence? I think if the Democrats, see, I think if the Democrats had any bit of self-reflection, they would be saying this is a really terrible idea. Republican Senator Ron Paul declared Saturday that the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer should be impeached if the standard Democrats are applying against, um, applying against the former president is applying equal to all politicians in positions of leadership. Last spring, as the Supreme Court was preparing to hear oral arguments in the momentous case that could have been significant impact on abortion rights in the United States, Chuck Schumer spoke out against the Supreme Court's associated Justice Neil Gorkich and Kavanaugh using inflammatory language. I want to tell you, Gorkich, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price, Schumer said at a pro-abortion rally. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with this these awful decisions. In response, the Supreme Court Chief Justice spoke out against Schumer in a rare but extraordinary statement condemning the New York Democrat for dangerous rhetoric. Robert said in part, Justice knows the criticisms, some with territory, but threatening statements of this sort 
from the highest levels of government are not only inappropriate, they are dangerous. All members of the court will continue to do their job without fear or favor from whatever quarter. What did Ron Paul say? Speaking on Fox News Sunday, Ron uh, Paul said that if Congress applies democratic impeachment standards fairly, Schumer should be impeached and put on trial by the Senate. Trump's second impeachment trial begins on Tuesday. The House impeachment, his last month of incitement of insurrection, claims Trump allegations of the rigorous or stolen election incited the deadly violence in the Capitol on the 6th, which was not true. Um, If we are going to criticize speech, somehow impeach everyone who says, go fight to to hear your voice heard. I mean, really, we ought to impeach Chuck Schumer then, Paul says. He went on to the Supreme Court, stood in front of the in front of the Supreme Court and said specifically, hey, Gorpitich, hey, Kavanaugh, you've unleashed the whirlwind and you are going to pay the price. Paul continued, this inflammatory words, this violent rhetoric from Chuck Schumer was, okay, was, okay, you find it, was so bad that the Chief Justice, who rarely says anything publicly, immediately said the kind of language is dangerous as a mob trying to invade the Supreme Court. But Paul continues, Democrats won't hold Schumer or other Democrat lawmakers accountable for their inflammatory rhetoric, citing Republican <clears throat> Representative Imam Omar and Maxine Waters. If people want to hold President Trump accountable for language, there has to be consistent standards. To my mind, it's a partisan farce because they are not doing anything to Chuck Schumer. Not doing. Okay, not. Not doing anything to Omar or Maxine Waters. It's just not fair. It's just not partisan politics under a different name, Paul said. Kentucky Senator went on to predict that Trump's defense team will use the word Democratic lawmakers against them during Trump's Senate trial. If you're going to criticize his speech, you have to do it with the same standards. You can't just criminalize a Republican speech and ignore all the Democrats who have incited violence, Paul said. The thing is, we can't just have a double standard. Both parties has to be treated the same, he continued. I think if Democrats have a bit more self-reflection, they would be saying this is a real terrible idea. And that is what Ron Paul said on the blaze. So there's your news as it stands. Um, and we'll go down through here and see if there's anything else that we need to look at before I move on. And we are done with the news. So I'm going to cut here for a few minutes and be right back.